Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hey guys, welcome back to the MVM show. Another episode brought to you by Sweet Tea. <laughs> no, energy, one. no energy <laughs> drinks today, boys. We're we're doing good. We're probably only drinking half the sugar now instead of double. Really? You think it has more sugar than an energy drink? I haven't tasted it yet. I doubt. I would doubt it. It. I think she has like a cup per gallon. Yeah. So what is that? If you break that down. I'm not a mathematician. I don't know. I was well, never good anyways. at those conversion factors. Well, I'll tell you this. Quarter cup per quarter cup per quart. Keep breaking that down. That's a lot. That's still a lot of sugar. Isn't it? I don't know. What's an energy drink? Probably fifty six grams for that little it's it's more sugar than that, dude. We're doing we're just trying to do good, guys, is all I'm trying to say. So anyways, we're gonna do a hunt review. For our hunt in the Northlands. When I say the North, I mean the North. Not Alaska, exactly. Yeah, not quite <laughs> not quite Alaska, but... Not yet. Yeah. Hopefully someday that would be nice. What'd you think about it? Um, You know what? You, you always hear about these different areas, and California, as we were talking, as we were driving, this state is so long. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, we would have crossed five states, would have been back back East. So yeah, literally. You know, it's it's still a long ways to travel to hunt ducks, but that's yeah. our passion, so that's why we did it's it. It's a long ways, but it's a long ways to travel. Um, but I I enjoyed it. You know, it was it was something new, something a different area. Do you want to guess how many miles long California is in length? <laughs> Just to take a guess, from southern to the northern part. 
I'd say close to 900. You're close. 770. 770? Mm-hmm. Okay, I was a little exaggerated. So from the south end to the north, that's going to take you every bit of... Man, how long would that take you? 10 hours? That? 11 hours? Well, it oh, depends no, no. if you're driving the speed limit. It'd take you longer than that. Think about it. From the border of Mexico? Yeah, that's true. All the way up to... It'd be 18, 19 hours. It'd drive, be a long time. Something like that. Yeah, I mean, imagine if you had a... <coughs> south, how far you'd get in that amount of time. Yeah. Well, I didn't mean to cut... Did I cut you off? No, no, no. I'm just no, saying, no. I'm just saying was. It, was, it was cool. It was cool going up there. Um, You know, just the landscape... The sights, the 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 visual aspect of it, yep, really pretty, was really cool. Yeah, you know, and we got to hunt ducks earlier than what we traditionally hunt them. Mm-hmm. And and like you said, in um, on something's like on your video, like why haven't we done this before? Mm-hmm. But you don't, what you don't know what you don't know, I guess, yeah. in a sense, you know. And did you all, know about that place? Not that particular one. I mean, right. I knew, I knew there's areas up north we could hunt. I knew the season started the zone, earlier. Yeah, yeah. but. A lot but you just never you, dug into it. Yeah, right? and a lot of times when you you know a new place, even here locally, if there's a place I haven't been before, uh-huh. I'm hesitant to go there because I know what I get where I go. Right, right. There, it's almost like going out of state freelance and you're taking a shot in the you dark. You don't know what you're gonna get. Mm-hmm. You know, um, fortunately with social media and stuff like that, you know, you had maybe had like a little bit of an insight, like, hey, you know, this is something we should check out. I didn't even have that with this. Really? Uh. Uh-uh. Yeah. So that's no that, one. No one said anything, dude. I literally got on Google, and just looked around, and said, maps, "Hey, hey, season's open up and here." And let's like go. zoomed in, like pinched in in that area. That area, yeah. And was like looking through there, looking through there, like, okay, there's a refuge. Oh, there's a refuge. Oh, there, like, yeah. You know, like I didn't even. You don't really just generally see those on the fishing game website. There, you have to dig a little deeper. You can't even put in resis for those places. Yeah. But so, what else is out there that we haven't tapped? There's a couple more. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't know how good they are. It's funny because you start finding them and seeing names of places, so you Google those because we passed some driving to some other places just to look and yeah. scout, and there was little signs going off random places. I don't know if they're like sea-type refuges or what, which are not maintained, and it would say on there, like when you'd Google and look it up, it'd be like, this is not, what would it say? This is not suggested to hunt. It's not good hunting or something. It was just... Oh, really? Yeah. And it was an official government site. And I was like, wow, I've never even heard of this website. I heard this refuge, let alone... And there's different types of areas, right? I mean, there's what, type A, B, yeah, C, and or C. something like that? Yeah. yeah. And it's the level of care they spend uh, maintaining How much it. time they maintain it. Mm-hmm. And level... Interesting. And we pretty much only hunt A's. Here locally, yeah, yeah. we hunt A's. Even north, that's all we've ever hunted, I think. Really? Have you hunted B's that you know? Not that I know of. Yeah, I, I did a podcast with um, Duck Gun Podcast last night, and um, they were talking about, they were just asking me basically all the details and things of the refuges and how the lottery system works and the reservation system and the sweat line. When he, when Elliot heard <laughs> about the sweat line, yeah. he's all, I'm out. <laughs> like, he goes just the whole, like, he kept realizing the farther the back, further you, back are, you are, the less opportunity you have to get you're in. You're just... He's like, especially I mean, I for like up. an opener. Yeah. Oh, well, we just know that if we get in on an opener, you can still pretty much shoot a limit. I feel like in the morning, if you get in in the morning. Yeah. There's if, a good opportunity. If you don't get in, I mean, we're the ones we hunt. You're not getting in sweat, with a sweat line. Yeah. You have to I know have some, of the, some of the places we've hunted in the past, you can maybe, but I don't know. 
But yeah, I mean that hunt review. I mean, have you seen so many pintails? I mean, I, I, I mean, I say, have, I shouldn't say it I like have that. on an opener, but not when a season's already started like early. that. Had. Yeah, I and guess was, I meant early. Like yeah, that. usually like. Um, well, this wasn't an opener though. That's what I'm saying. The the refuges yeah. that I usually hunt on opener, the pintails are like that thick, but they don't fly that long all day, and so. There, the season already started. I don't know when it started. What week and a half ago? Two weeks ago? Yeah. And there was still that volume of pintails flying around. I mean, literally, I think we could have shot our limits in pintails easily, dude. Which that might have been tough for the fact that they were not wanting to work. You know what I mean? I mean, there was plenty of pintails, yeah. but they a lot of them. I mean, several were overloaded, but you know what I mean. But our thing was we weren't. I mean, we weren't hiding. We I guess. weren't really well hidden. No. Nah. We had predominantly mallard decoys, mm-hmm. and we didn't have very many decoys. And we didn't have very many decoys. I think if you if you were had a good hide and had you know the right type of decoys out there, maybe yeah, I think I think you got to kill a, kill a limit. Yeah, pretty easy a for sure. I mean, that's what ninety percent of the birds were. Ninety percent, every bit. There was there was still till there, but. I didn't feel like there was as many till as there was Pintails. a few days prior to that. Really? Mm-hmm. And too, like there, was, there was some large, because what would happen is they were coming off that close zone. There was large flocks of them, mm-hmm. of pintails. And then they would kind of break up and go to different areas. Right. But consistently, you know, flocks, I've seen flocks of 20, 30 mm-hmm. plus pintails. Just, and dude, they were just so magnificent. Like they were up so high and they would just close down just like. Yeah, like they would just look around like, hey, know, let's, we'll, so cool. let's check out over here. Let's, let's swing by over here. Yeah. Kind of a typical pintail flight, just the way they, yeah, they. I don't know, like I don't know if they're just getting up to stretch their wings or. But like I said, usually like here in our local area, you know, they're kind of like that opening day, mm-hmm. but two or three weeks in, they're super wary. They don't yeah. they don't drop down and float around like that. No, that's true. And they continue to do that up there, which was which was interesting to me. Yeah. Um, the biggest thing to me was the scenery. It just it was just gorgeous, you know. You got the mountains and um, just the the big game that is around there. Uh, lots of water, a lot of geese. I don't know. There was just a lot of different things that the vibe. I say the vibe. I don't know if that's the correct term. Some people may think that's wrong, but like I feel like that's just how I'd word it. The vibe was really cool. It was just seemed it seemed like relaxed, not a ton of pressure. People had etiquette. I actually went to that. Did I tell you I went over to that guy in that other pond and said something to him? I was like, even I saw though you walk over there, but well, we were in different ponds, so I didn't need to say nothing to him. Yes, but I, I don't know. I was like, you know, I'm just gonna walk over there. And I was like, hey man, you cool with us? You know, over in this pond right here. And he's like, oh yeah, man. I was like, all right, good luck. And he's like, yeah, good luck to you as well. And it was, you know, it was, yeah. I feel like how it should be. Yeah. Sometimes nobody maybe, was trying to encroach on somebody else. No, and I and maybe that's. We can make that better by maybe reaching out to people and trying to, but you know how it is. Sometimes it doesn't yeah. matter. They just don't have no, you just, like you said, people walked right through the middle of our decoys. You just don't do that. Yeah. I mean, when you unless have, you ask and say, Hey, when you have a light shining and they're just like, I mean, I've, I've done that before. Like instead of going out to my like, Hey, do you mind if I walk through here? I'm just, I'm going to keep going past right, you right. And, and go to further, further part. Exactly. But not just walking through somebody saying, and then setting up 30 yards from them, yeah. which I've had happen. That's not etiquette. That's that's a little different scenario, mm-hmm. but yeah, I liked how how it didn't seem like it was high pressure, and two, I mean, we didn't we were we I mean we were there one morning when I got to hunt, so I didn't really get to see the whole refuge, the whole complex, but 
I could see like because you could look forever across that refuge and see, mm-hmm. and I could see birds going to other areas. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, it's like, oh, I wonder how it is over there, you know, or yeah. what what type of birds are going over there. Yeah. Because we definitely weren't by no means not, and not because we didn't see mallards coming there. It just wasn't a mallard. I already knew that when we took that spot. Yeah, like I knew a, that, that was not a mallard. Spot where mallard going. No. no, it was really open. There was open water. It was, no, a, it was a till and pintail no, pond. No, no tulies around it, Nothing. per se. Hardly no cover. Yeah, so I, that wasn't an area I was suspected mallards to be. Yeah. But when I hunt mallards, though, I have a switch that turns. I don't want to do it with groups of more than two, to be honest with you, unless we can get really good hidden. I got to be... Because w- the thing was, guys, we were filming, and we had a, guy, a buddy out, <clears throat> new friend that... Really like this guy a lot. Yeah, he was like, he was really cool. Guy. I could see us being really impressed. good friends for a long time. His name's Car- uh, Caleb Marmalejo. Yeah, and he is doing. I guess I'm kind of letting the cat out of the bag a little bit here, but he's doing a piece on Rocky. So mm-hmm. I, that's the kind of advantage you guys get listening to the podcast. You get a lot more stuff than you're gonna get on the video. But he's doing a piece on Rocky. It's gonna be bad to the bone. It's gonna be. It's gonna look like something that Sitka or Yeti or someone did. The guy is incredible. Like yeah, he's just off the, the hook. The few photographs I seen that he's off the hook. You showed me they were like, oh, those are those are nice. I mean, they're crisp, clear. Yeah, and just they kind of capture what the essence of duck hunting mm-hmm. really well. Yeah, and so he was filming big cameras. Like he had a hundred thousand dollar camera out there, guys. Yeah, and you know it was because you said that, and he hadn't walked across a pond before. Because I asked him, right? Like, I didn't want to make him feel first stupid or whatever. But you know what I'm saying? No, you're true. I'm glad you said that. I was, like, I was that. like, hey, have you walked across a duck pond before? And I didn't know what those ponds were like. I've walked right. across all kinds of ponds. And some of them are mucky messes. There could be a hole. And you told me how much that cameras, those cameras were yeah. there. I'm like, uh, I wouldn't carry that camera across the water. You know, right. I oh, I agree with you. So that's why I suggested, you know, let's Dude, let, one let, let, our set, let our set of stuff up. We'll pull the sled back over there and put the cameras in the sled by themselves and then pull them over to where we're at. Dude, you know what we should do? I wonder if he's driving. I should get him on here. I'm going to see if we can hook him up and get Caleb on here just to share. I don't want to steal his glory because that was something really special. That was fun. That was really I'm going to cool. text him and see. We'll, we'll continue on what you're saying, but yeah. I'm going to see if I can jump him on here real quick. And I'll just interject this. You know, you, you meet a lot of people, and um, you know, us as Christians, we, we, don't, we don't curse. Uh-huh. And, you know, I've met other people that's like, oh, yeah, I'm a Christian, but... The language that comes out of their mouth is like is not always the type of contrary thing that, to what it's contrary to what you're yeah. saying. And I didn't hear one one mm. word out of, out of uh, Caleb. Um, just a really cool guy, a uh, great attitude. Oh, totally. Dude. Um, and it was it was a pleasure to be around it was. that type of person. Mm-hmm. And that's not that's not usual. You don't meet that all the time. Um, you know, just one of my my personal pet peeves is you know you go out to the refuge and um. You know, you have young kids with you, um, young women, uh-huh. and some of the language out there is just ho- ho- horrific. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like no respect. that That's gone. You know, 50 years ago, those oh, people would have probably got smashed in the mouth. They would have. You know what By I'm other guys. By other guys. Oh, for sure. But now it's, you know, times have changed. You know, people think that's just acceptable. And, um, you know, but I think there's still people that so should are we, should we Should we be smashing them in the mouth when they talk like that? I feel like it. I, well, I mean, I think we should for sure say something. Yeah, I mean, there's no Maybe need th- for it. Yeah, no, it's not. It's you not know, necessary. I mean, yeah, it's just it's just one of those things. Because I mean, I yeah, you feel like that sometimes. You want to yeah. just 
knock those guys it's out. It's like, why, why, like, do you, why do you have to talk like that? Like, have some respect. There's ladies present. Yeah. Or young kids, like you said. Yeah. But respect is, you know, respect has gone out the window in a lot no, of, totally. lot of uh, things. But is that because we're not taking a stand for those kind of things? And in, in the general population, we're just not saying anything? I think I feel like if we would say something, I don't know. Then, then again, the way people are right now, they're so bold. They just fight you in the parking lot. They probably would. Yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like I could say more. Yeah. Probably. But I actually have before, I have, I, I have and well. you have too. I've heard you do it, so it just depends, I guess, on the situation. But a lot of it probably has to do with upbringing too. Yeah. If I'm there by myself, I don't say anything. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But if if my daughter's there, oh yeah, yeah, right, you know, right. Then no, I'm like, I don't. Yeah, I, I don't say I don't nothing. Really, it's not. Yeah. I mean, it's annoying. Even if it's just me, it's like it is. All right, dude. You know, but I can tolerate it. Can you use any more adjectives? Exactly. Yeah. So I'm hoping he can jump on here because I'd really, I don't really want to. I don't mind saying what happened, but just to hear it come from straight from him, the way he explains things, he's kind of funny. So Caleb grew up, born and raised in Pismo Beach, and was a surfer. So he talks. He has the surfer lingo and talk and <laughs> super chill super relaxed and bro you know <laughs> yeah which we're, cool. we're like that we say dude and we're just yeah. kind of people think oh california boys talk like they talk but that's just how we talk since i was a kid i don't even think of it but sometimes when i hear it on video i'm like dude you I see it <laughs> you say it so much it's you don't like, even think about my it. dad used yeah. to hate that he's like stop saying dude dude really I'm like sorry <laughs> but nah. anyways he, let's just put it this way. This was his first duck hunt. And he said he's literally wanted to do this since he was a little kid and never got the opportunity. Which I think is kind of rare. You know what I'm saying? Like I know. You would think there was why somebody. Would, why would you gravitate towards that? Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm not sure. Especially if no one else is going or taking you, which he did say his family hunted, but I don't know if it was ducks or just big game. Yeah. But he said he always wanted to do that. I'm like, I need to ask him, like, what made you want to do that? Uh-huh. Like, what? What? Ex- did you what see exposure something did you on a, have? Yeah, that, like that hey, okay, that because you gotta have some that. type of exposure. Something. There's no way you're just gonna think of duck hunting out of the clear blue, watching Daffy Duck on Looney Tunes. <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> or Elmer Fudd it's, out there, like it's yeah. duck season. I don't know. <laughs> I'm hoping he texts me. Text me up. But. but yeah. Anyways, first duck hunt. He wants to just strictly film. He has incredible camera stuff. He's taking incredible pictures. I can't wait to start sharing them on Instagram and Facebook. If you guys don't follow us on there, either one, Mid-Valley Mercenaries. All that stuff's back up. Um, Kind of forced into doing some of that for certain things. I don't, you know, I don't spend as much time on there at all because I got too many other things going. I just don't let it eat my time up. So if I don't get back to you or spawn, don't hold it against me. Sometimes I think you're better off just emailing me, and even then I take a week or two sometimes to respond, but I, I always try to get back to people. But he, So that stuff's going to be put up on there, pictures and photos and videos. But, dude, what, what did you think? No one said anything to me about that B-roll besides people that have watched the video. What did you think about that? The one that you did? Just did. Um, well, you had told me a couple of things like, oh, man, I got this great shot of um, these deer going across the marsh mm-hmm. and mallards flushing, and I'm like... And, you, and, and when somebody tells you something, you draw a mental picture of it in your mind. So it was totally different than you thought. So it was totally different than I thought. Was this not? It wasn't as good as you no, thought. No, no, it was. It was. It was really cool because I see these, you know, these deer out there in the thing, and then all of a sudden you see these birds shoot up, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you know it, it's like a little bit of a chain reaction. Yeah. And no, I really enjoyed that part of it. And I, I told you before, I could watch a whole 
thing of just B-roll. Mm-hmm. Like, the, I'm like, why don't you put the whole season together in a B-roll, th- all your yeah. B-roll in one thing just to watch it? Because I like that. I've, I've always been fascinated by um, images of the outdoors. You know, as a kid, we didn't have uh, YouTube, that sort of thing. So I would go over to my grandpa's and get all of his old outdoor lives and sports to field. And yeah. I, I would just pour over the pages of those things. I'd cut them out and put them in. I'd cut out my favorite pictures and put them in uh, photo Scrap albums or, and yeah. like that. Just kind of like, because I like to, I enjoy that. So always been um, really into photography, wildlife art, not personally doing it, but I enjoyed looking at it. Mm-hmm. Um, artists like Terry Redland, David Mass, mm-hmm. um, the Hotman brothers that done all the duck stamps. I've just always been fascinated by by that. And so the B-roll is kind of like, almost like that, but it, like looking at a photo album, but it's moving. Yeah. So yeah. that's, that's what it gets for me. And I, I like I like the B-roll. I know some people are like, oh, I hate B-roll. But I really? I don't know. I've seen, I I've, know seen, I've seen things like that. You know, yeah. but, but everybody has different things that they yeah, like. That's true. So, you know, I mean, there's how many, like we said, billion people on this planet, and everybody's got a different opinion about true. everything. So I like B-roll, and it's kind of like a, a photos, photos moving along, you know, in real life. But I thought I, the B-roll was cool. Yeah, that was the longest section of B-roll I've ever done, too. It was yeah, like but it's really cool on. things. I mean, it's, it's wildlife, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, birds, deer, pheasants. Yeah. All those things are... What do you think about that front buck when the two was together, that front? He was pretty nice. Yeah, you know, I I watched it, but I didn't try to... I, was, I would, almost did it, but I just didn't have the time today because, I mean, it just came out today, right? Mm. Uh, yesterday. I think yesterday, whatever. Um, you know, oh, so you haven't even seen it? Freezing it on the phone and trying to expand it to really get a good a good oh, shot yeah. of him. I guess you're... Because he's kind of walking at, away, you I'm know? looking at it on there when I'm editing, so it's a lot bigger. Yeah, and I, I even watched it on our, our bigger screen at home. But still, it's like okay, like I like to zoom in and see, yeah. you know. But yeah, he's a nice buck. Yeah, the the big one or the one that was close. Yes, that was a smaller buck. Okay, the one in front was a lot bigger. Okay, I we didn't even know he was there. He t- the, this one was so close to the road. We thought he was, thought he was fake, dude, for a second because he stood there for so long. I'm like, what is he looking at? And he's look. He wouldn't even look at us. Uh huh. We were close to him, so I'm filming it and I look up on the hill. I'm like, look, there's another buck up there. Oh, okay. So there was another buck, a little smaller than him. I don't know if they had fought and he took off or he was just in his zone. I don't know. He did not like that other buck. Okay. Well, then he turned around, got, finally realized we were there, took off running, and all of a sudden this other buck popped up, and he was the biggest one. Okay. But obviously, Smarr stayed further away. But, yeah, that was fun. And then we took all those videos of him flying in the morning. It, it was fun to film that. I was really enjoying that. Actually, I, I really enjoyed doing that. <clears throat> but there was just a lot of cool things. Got really close in on the birds and saw a lot of pheasants and just it was it was fun. Yeah, that that day, even though we didn't shoot or hunt, it was just a fun day. Well, just the amount of wildlife. I mean, around mm-hmm. here you're not going to see that. No, you know, all year long you won't see that volume of uh, ducks. Yeah, but not pheasants, deer. Of course, there's, we we got a few deer around here. I've seen them before out where we hunt. Yeah, not a couple of refuges, but not. Like that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just stand on the side of the road so much or, you know, being able yeah. to film those. Yeah, and then that, you know, for the rest of that hunt, like I said, I guess he's not going to probably call, yeah. but he shot his first duck. Yeah, and, and it know, was, I told him, like, from the beginning, like, hey, here, you know, shoot, right. shoot, we were shoot. Trying he's to like, get oh, him. I want to film, I want to film, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, we practically had to beg him. <laughs> But I'm glad he did, you know, and that dude, he took the opportunity. It was like his second or third try pass. He yeah, dropped like, him. I think he shot a couple birds with, uh, he brought his gun. Mm-hmm. But he I guess he didn't a, have the right he, choke in it or something he said. Well, I don't know what choke he had because I, I, I don't tried either. to look at it. 
when he, he I, shot that initially, and then I gave him. Oh, he did shoot it with yours. Then he shot it with mine. Yeah, I had. Him, Are you sure? Yeah, the I think first so. One? I think he did because I. It's like here, you know, use this one because he's like because he, he told me he goes I don't think I had the right choke in here, and he goes Do you mind if I try yours? I'm like sure, go ahead. Oh. And so I gave him my gun, and um, I think. <sighs> But I don't, what, that was, what about I don't know if that was the first or second. I know with a second shot, he shot my gun. Okay. I think the, I know, and he doubled? Yes. I couldn't believe But I don't that. know on the first ones because whatever he shot, though, it was I was impressed because it was a green wing, straight green wing. Right. And it was going away. And it was going away, and they were moving. I mean, they're not flying slow. Yeah. And, and he tagged that thing, man. Stone dead. Yeah. He and, The way he looked at that bird, though, oh, was, that was priceless. Like, it was priceless. It really Just was. I got it on film. Was, you guys have to go watch. Literally, that. literally it was like like reverence for that bird. He was mm-hmm. saying it, and like he was like, man, like like a mixed this. emotion, like yeah, okay, like, this bird. like yeah. It was it was really cool. I mean, you know, us were like, okay, where's the next one at? You know, and like to, I love it when I shoot a, a beautiful bird and I look at it. Yeah, but it was it was different with him. You know, it what was saying? totally different. It was like whoa, you know, and it's almost it like, was like kind of the way we would stare at like a, a hybrid, like if shot, or if I shot like a thirty inch mule deer. Yeah, right. You know, I'm like whoa, you know, yeah, it's like that, you know. It was cool. I I literally got all that on just his whole expression. That was awesome. Like that was awesome. <laughs> he told me, dude. I didn't tell you this. I talked to him like the next day or two days later. He probably thought that Travis dude's an idiot, man. He's, no, he he's goes, crazy. He goes, he goes <laughs> bro. He goes, my mind, dude. My mind's blown. I go, what? He's, like, I feel like I just got back from Disneyland. <laughs> I go, what do you mean, like? And then just like. Yeah, he's like, I don't even know what to think. My mind was so overwhelmed <laughs> with fun. He goes, I don't even know how to explain it. He goes, this must be what little kids feel like, you know, like after they get back from Disneyland. That's They're funny, just kind of sitting there in awe. <laughs> I was like, dude, I am so glad you loved it that much. Like, That's awesome. That's You know, awesome. you either hate duck hunting or you love it. Yeah. There's no, it never, <laughs> have you ever seen anybody that's just kind of middle ground? It never really seems like that. I mean, I know there's dudes that don't go as much as we do. Yeah. But for the most part, guys are hardcore, or they just don't go. Yeah, or they don't like it. Yeah, like, they won't go. Yeah, like at all. <laughs> but I mean, because he was saying, be you know, like he he said he heard that you know people get up like at three o'clock in the morning and like you know all this stuff, and he's like, you know, you guys are kind of like different, you know, just that mindset. But then, I mean, he's like, you which being it. a surfer like him though, he said they do that all the time. Get up early to hit the yeah to get the, the right wave. waves. Yeah, you know, the right tide or whatever. Yeah. So he knows how to do that. Yeah. He probably still thought we were crazy for what we're doing. <laughs> and he slept in his truck too, yeah. man. Mm-hmm. So that's like some. I think know. he probably got better sleep than we did. Yeah. I'd pull. Dude, Nathaniel, <laughs> Nathaniel was pulling hairs out of the bed. That's disgusting. <laughs> I slept on the couch and like, like you said, oh, you should got a blanket, but that's why you don't stay in two star hotels. It man. wasn't that bad when I, I laid down on the couch. It was like a, you know, fake leather, whatever. But man, I woke up and I was literally felt like I was in a sauna. I had a long sleeve shirt on because it, like, so it was like so hot. It must have been over a hundred degrees in there. It was so. So hot, I took dude. that shirt off and I just had a tank top on, and I woke up and Sticking. I was literally stuck to that thing. I like it was nasty, <laughs> and I, I don't think I slept very much. I know you usually sleep None more than did. you think you did, but I felt like I was awake two thirds of the night. Easily. Well, I mean, there we only got two hours sleep. Anyways, if you slept straight, okay. Too, if it was two hours, then I got about. 15 minutes, I feel right. like. Well, because, I mean, from the time we all got in bed to see. So what happened is, guys, Travis and them got stuck in a, a fire, basically. Yeah. It happened a, in the mountains, shut and off they got the, stuck. The freeway, yeah. and then there was a major, I think people were. How long were you stuck in it? Two hours? Two and a half? Something like that, because we were we projected we got there like at 10 something, and we ended up getting there at 12. At night, yeah. 
Um, this was on a Friday night. Yeah, but there was a major major accident in front of us. Three car pile up, but really bad. And that started at the down. fire, probably. I think they were staring at the fire and probably, but they had to be moving fast. How bad they were smashed up. They weren't going the speed we were going because we were stopped. Like, well, yeah. LA, San Francisco traffic. But if you, if that wouldn't have been there, you probably would have been going 75, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But they shut the freeway down. You couldn't get yeah. through. We had to do a big detour, go out in the boom. I'm just glad you guys got around. Because you too. were so deep in the journey. That would have been such a bummer to turn around. Yeah, I would have. Um, but I thought we were going to have to, but. Talon and uh, Jake, with their navigation skills, they we took went, them some back roads. We went through neighborhoods, and then we ended up on these dirt roads where they dropped bodies off. Probably, <laughs> I mean, we went way out there in the boondocks. No, no street lights, nothing. Dirt road, no pavement, no houses, and we went way out of the way. It was twelve fifteen midnight, middle of the night. Twelve fifteen when you guys got there. By the time we got everything in your stuff, it was. And decided to lay down it was like twelve forty five, and yeah. then we got up at three. So yeah, it was like two hours and whatever. But like you said, I didn't say I woke, dude. I thought I had fever. I thought I was getting fever. <laughs> well, you had been Cause, coughing because I'd been coughing. So I'm like, okay, yeah. am I getting the stinking COVID or what? What's going on here? <laughs> so I was concerned. I was like, man, I won't get no one sick. And plus, it just makes you miserable hunting. I've hunted sick multiple times. I've been thrown up and still hunt. I remember that one day you were we were hunting out there and you were sick and. I was miserable. That part, I would say throwing up is probably the part where you draw the lines. Like, it just ain't worth it. I still shot a few birds, too. Thomas, the week before me, was throwing up. He must have gave it to me all the way. He'd pull over, pull over on the way to the refuge. (laughs) And then I was doing the same thing. We were walking out there. I was throwing up in the pond, chumming. Yeah. (laughs) But going back to Caleb, like you said, he got that first bird, and then... He's like, oh, I'm going to go back film. I'm like, dude, keep shooting, keep shooting. Which he didn't. He grabbed the camera again. Yeah, he grabbed the camera because, I mean, you could tell that's his passion and what he was, you know, had something that he specifically wanted to get accomplished mm-hmm. there. And um, so he worked on that for a while. Then we got him back on the gun again. And, um, well, you're, you're the one that kind of guided him through that because you, you were both shooting and, you know, you pulled up. You can tell what happened. Well, yeah, it's kind of a blur because – they were on my side, so I pulled up. I actually missed both shots. I took a shot. I jumped up. I said, wait, wait, wait. Take him. And then we he jumped up. He We both jumped up. I don't know where Talon. I think Talon was getting shells. or I think he went to get extra shells. Or something. Or something. But we both stood up, and I went boom on that first one. And I didn't realize it, but it was a, a Pentel and a shoveler. Yeah, they were flying together. I went for the shoveler. I was just trying to shoot a shoveler on purpose like I was cuz I already shot my pintail. Yes. So I was specifically trying to get a shoveler. It's funny I actually tried to get one I didn't got one. <laughs> <laughs> but I jumped up, I missed and I'm still falling that shoveler. All of a sudden the bird falls, boom, and I'm like, I know I didn't hit that one cuz I wasn't even aiming at that one. Yeah. And then then I go to the pull on the next one and boom it drops. I'm like, I looked over at Keel, I was like, "Dude, I go, you just Doubled. He when I looked over at him, uh-huh. he had a look of sheer panic, <laughs> sheer panic and horror. I didn't know. He, I didn't. I thought. I you didn't, didn't know, know he doubled. You thought I, I got one. Maybe I, didn't even, I only seen one bird fall. <coughs> the position I was in, I only seen one bird fall, and I didn't even know who shot it. I look over at him. I go, and as I'm looking at him in complete and utter amazement for a brand new guy that's never shot a duck, he already just shot a single. Yeah. He only made a missed a couple more passes and then shot a double. I look over him and he just looked at me like, "Am I going to jail?" And I go, "Dude, you just shot a double." He's like, 
is that okay? <laughs> I go, okay. I go, that's epic. I can't believe you just did that. I go, I missed both my shots, and you just sit there and tag both yeah, those birds. Yeah, both of them. And he's like, oh, okay, good, good. And I sent Rocky out there, and he went and got him and stuff. But I was like, and he just, he he was overwhelmed mentally. Like, you could tell there was so much going on, and it was it was decent. Yeah. Not, I mean, I wouldn't say it was like an opening day, but it was it was a decent flow of birds. And he was just overwhelmed by there were so many things going on in his mind. It was non it wasn't nothing special to us. Like yeah. we could register it, but his brain wasn't registering. Uh, he said he can't. That's all right. He's 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 filming a concert right now. Like oh, this, okay. this guy is a complete pro. Like he's, he does uh, motocross. He's done stuff for Apple. He does stuff for, it's just, he's a pro. Patagonia, he, you said? Yeah, Patagonia. Yeah. Started, work, started working for them, I think, when he was around 17 or something. Wow. So he's a pro. Like he's an actual, just, he reached out to me. Like, yeah. That's what was crazy. And I feel like almost I can't give him enough back to do what he's doing right now with this Rocky project. Yeah. But to to him, he's saying, like, you've done more than I can do. So, I guess it's a mutual trade because he think he keeps acting like we're can't believe we're helping him out. I'm like, dude, what I'm we're doing for you is nothing compared to you using the equipment you're using. Yeah, and time like, editing. Yeah, I don't know, but he feels like it's a fair trade. So I'm we're try, we were trying to do our best, like you said, to get him some birds. Yeah, that's he cool. he didn't go out there with any anticipation to shoot anything. No, but it's always cool, like when you have somebody that's new and, and they can experience that. And there was enough birds there that yeah. We knew he could get something. Mm -hmm. You know, he, he would have plenty of opportunities. And so that was really cool. And just to see his, like you said, his reaction and um, just the, his whole attitude, his the way he carried himself. And, mm. you know, it, 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 he was a really cool guy. I mean, I'm, I'm glad that I, just if it wouldn't even been as good, just the opportunity to meet somebody like that yeah, would have made the whole trip worth it mm -hmm. to me. For sure. I agree 100%. Because it's. There's there is a lot of good people out there. Sometimes we get caught up in politics and stuff like that, and you start thinking, "Man, where's the good people? Is there anybody good left in the world?" But that's mainly, I think, social media and and media in mm. general that tries to make the human race feel like the good people are gone. Yeah, and everybody's out to get you. I mean, I know there's a lot of <coughs> people out there that aren't good people, but there's there's a lot more good people I think than we realize sometimes and. So it's good to have people like that and become friends with because I just feel like I said, I feel like with him, we'll probably be lifelong friends. Yeah. You know. No, I think it'd be cool to get them, get them you know, when the birds are plumed out too and oh, get yeah. them on another hunt. and Get them something to mount. Yeah, that'd be really cool, be able to mount a bird for them. Mm -hmm. Well, I meant just, you know, shoot something that's no, plumed, I mean, like something you said, plumed nice, out. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, a, a, a nice, you know, So early bird. still, so it's kind of. Yeah, we got a bunch of brown birds right now. I wish I could take him to Washington with us. That would be crazy. <laughs> that would be crazy. cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be crazy. He'd love that. He'd eat that up. But anyways, I don't think there's nothing else. We we are all we shot heavy um heavy hammer. Yeah. Performed really well. Um, I like it. Did that, that was the first time that I actually shot the twelve gauge, I think, with it. I used it for my twenty. But I thought it did good. Yeah, when I breast out my birds, I mean the Oh, same thing. Good coverage on, yeah, just you good know, patterns. Good patterns on both of them. Um, 
Yeah, and I mean, I don't think we like really broke any wings, you know. Or I mean, the birds were pretty much dead. I think there was one greenling or something like that that I hit that Rocky had to get after. But yeah, you know, I, I'm, I'm not gonna say that I'm not gonna have to shoot a cripple. Actually, I, okay, I take that back because the first day I did shoot that mallard, and I broke both his wings, but he wasn't dead because I just made a bad shot. But I, so I didn't shoot him again. Because he was so messed up, Rocky got him, but he wasn't stone dead. But for the most part, I haven't shot any, had to shoot at any cripples since I started shooting that full really? trick. Really? Yeah, right. I'm still shooting. But I've been, I, I don't feel like I'm missing more, but I feel like, and I'm kind of glad this. Are you missing differently? It's different. It's like, because obviously it's still tight. Yes. So it's cleanly missing them. And I don't feel like I'm wounding bird. You know how like you kind of tell pipe birds or, yeah. and they keep going? And you feel better, like, man, I hope they don't die later or something. So when you hit them, there's a lot more <laughs> shot on target. They're going down. Yeah. Now, if I didn't hit them really, they're going to go down if I hit them, period. But if I didn't, obviously, if I still shot towards the back end, they may still be a little bit alive. But for the most part, every one of them, their heads are limp as a biscuit. Yeah. I don't know if biscuits are limp, but I just what came out. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, I, I, I do like to full choke, but... Might get a little harassment for that sometimes. I don't know. I think whatever you are comfortable with. Like, I've always shot modified. and I mean, that's all I've shot till yeah. now. And with my gun, you know what happened with, with yeah. my chokes blowing out. Um, I had to make my choke permanent. And then I had the option, you know, do I want to shoot whatever kind of choke I want to shoot. So I ended up going with what I've always shot because I'm comfortable with it, mm -hmm. the modified. So I just put Loctite on there and stuck that thing in there and. It held. I was nervous. You know. I'm glad. Yeah, I'm, that I'm glad it held such up. a bummer. And my, I've missed in front of birds so far. I haven't missed behind hardly. Really? I've been missing in front. I'm like, man, that's and that's rare for most all game bird hunters, or I should say, duck hunters. Most people miss behind. Should be behind them. Yeah, especially you watch every shot cam. It's either over their back or behind the bird. Mm -hmm. I've been. I know about that lead, so I get in front of it but sometimes when they're closer i don't need to be leading as much as i am but just something that over time you'll develop i guess i guess maybe get used to it or something because you shot just started shooting last year right yeah like the last two or three weeks of last season so i yeah, haven't really so. done a lot with it but anyways all right well we'll wrap this uh this episode up guys thanks for listening i hope you guys let me know you know in itunes rate it review if you can and just kind of let us know if you guys like these hunt reviews. No one's really said anything, so I'm assuming everyone's cool with it. We're still getting a lot of downloads on it. And like I said, you get a lot more out of this than you do in the video because there's just we can cover so many more details. You know, you can only put so much in a video. So anyways, thanks for listening, guys, and we'll see you on the next one. Yeah.